They came in the night. No warning. No nothing. The first I knew about anything was when I opened my eyes to find the dark shape of Pennyroyal leaning over me, which, trust me, is enough to propel anyone into full consciousness in record time. He had his hand over my mouth, not threatening, just a light pressure which nevertheless conveyed the necessity for utter silence. I nodded understanding. There was the faintest clunk as he left something on my bedside table before ghosting silently back into the dark. I swung my legs out of bed, pulled jeans and a sweatshirt over my pyjamas, jammed my feet into trainers, and had a quick look at what he'd left me. Night visor, blaster, handgun, stun gun. It would seem something fairly dangerous threatened. Jehovah's Witnesses, perhaps. I had no idea what time it was. There was complete silence, and it was cold. Very cold. Shivering, I pulled on my night visor, took two deep breaths to calm myself, and then eased my head around my bedroom door. I could see a bright green blob further down the landing, which I hoped very much wasn't just some carelessly discarded nuclear waste. Since I wasn't at St Mary's any longer, it seemed safe to assume the blob was only Markham. Keeping to the long runner that ran down the middle of the landing, I made my way to the top of the stairs, found my own patch of deep shadow, checked my weapons, tried to slow my heart rate, and waited. We'd practised for this, the sudden appearance of unwelcome visitors. All of us knew where to go and what to do when we got there. Dr. Bairstow and Mrs. Brown would take themselves down to the special cellar, bunker would be a better description, with instructions only to open the door when they heard the safe word, no matter who or what was happening at the time. Pennyroyal and Smallhope would cover downstairs. Pennyroyal stationed at the back door that led from the barn where we kept our pods, and Smallhope at the front door. I had the stairs and Markham the long landing. Between the four of us, we had every inch of home farm covered. We'd always known this day would come. With our lifestyle, it was almost inevitable. We had two likely scenarios here. One, we'd finally managed to well and truly piss off the time police and they'd decided to wipe us off the face of the earth. Or two, what Lady Amelia always persisted in referring to as the criminal classes had come to the conclusion we were too good at what we did and turned up to murder us in our beds. Since our main occupation was to descend on said criminal classes, arrest them and then sell their asses to the time police for extremely handsome bounties, this was the more likely option. Alone in the silent darkness, I adjusted my night visor, eased my position and waited. Whoever they were, wherever they'd come from and whatever they wanted, we were ready for them.